Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. Each week, we spotlight members of the WordPress community. I'm your host, Doc Pop. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine and my contributions over on TorqueMag.io. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting apps. You can also download directly from WMR.fm. On this episode of Press This, we're talking about headless WordPress, GraphQL, and Faust.js, how these tools can be used together, and what sort of costs could be associated with headless WordPress. We're going to kind of try to dive in deep with this, and I've got two great guests joining me today. I've got Jason Ball, a principal software engineer at WP Engine based in Denver, Colorado, where he maintains WP GraphQL, and we've got Chris Wigman, an engineering manager working on Faust.js. I usually like to start these shows off asking guests about their WordPress origin stories, but I, I thought I'd switch things up a little bit here. Jason, can you tell us what is WP GraphQL and what is its WordPress origin story? Oh yeah, WP GraphQL is a free open source WordPress plugin that brings a GraphQL API to your WordPress site. And GraphQL is graph query language, so it allows developers to get content in and out of WordPress using the graph query language. Uh, and the plugin originated, I was working at a newspaper a few years ago and we were doing a lot of content syndication. We had a network of something like 54 sites and all across the US and we needed to, you know, move content from one site to another, you know, when a news story was published, different different newspapers could subscribe to content from other newspapers. And so when various events occurred, we needed to move data around this network. And we were using the WordPress REST API to do a lot of that data movement. And we're having some issues with that technically and like the actual performance technically, but also the developer experience. I found out about GraphQL, the actual graph query language, which was open sourced by Facebook in 2015. So I found this technology, did some prototyping, pitched it to my colleagues, and then we migrated our content syndication 
from REST to GraphQL. And then I continued working on the project as a community project, knowing that JavaScript frameworks were becoming like the, the hot thing. And that would probably be the primary use case of <laughs> using GraphQL. Like server to server communication isn't the primary use case. We we it solved our needs, but I saw a bigger vision for it. So I kept working on it as an open source project for the community. Well, cool. Chris, can you tell us a similar story about what is Faust and how did it come about? Sure. Faust is uh, recently, as of really this week, officially released to the public, re-released to the public framework for building headless WordPress sites using GraphQL. Well, development started on it in 2020, and it was kind of an unofficial project of WP Engine. And this is the third major pivot. They had started it as a DevRel, as an extension of DevRel, kind of started making it a little more official with a and pivoted into something called GQD and a very JavaScript developer first mentality. And then when I took over the team in December 1st of last year, we realized that that wasn't our target market. We should have been developing for WordPress devs. So we started rebuilding it again. And that's just finally been able to be re-released recently. Jason, you'd recently tweeted that you had launched the new WPGraphQL.com on Faust NX. The previous site, I believe, was Headless WordPress. Can you just tell us about this change that you did and you know what improvements yeah. you've seen? Yeah, so WPGraphQL.com, it's been a headless site for many years. So I'm using uh, multiple data sources. So I have a lot of content in WordPress, like the blog posts are all in WordPress. Some of the documentation exists in WordPress as well. And then some documentation exists in Markdown files in the GitHub repo. So I, for the longest time I was using Gatsby, maybe for like three years, I was using Gatsby, which is a JavaScript framework that at its core has its data layer where you can pull in data from multiple sources. So I was using that, it would pull data from GitHub, pull data from WordPress using WP GraphQL as well, and allow me to use that data to build my templates. So I was using that for a few years. Uh, and then uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of pain points with the the data layer that I wanted to kind of get out of. So I wanted to use Next, which is what Faust is built on. It's another JavaScript framework. But there was a lot of missing pieces, I guess. Next and a lot of these JavaScript frameworks have the idea that your front end frameworks should define all routing, right? But if you're using a CMS, you're CMS defines routing. And so there, there's a lot of technical issues of getting those things to play nice where like your front end has an opinion on something and your back end has a different opinion. So like one of, one of the problems I was trying to solve is getting my front end to recognize that a specific URL was a specific type of thing and then render a template that represented that thing. Like a blog post has a different template than a doc or a user archive or whatever. So I wanted I wanted my front end to have the ability to send a URL to the CMS and get data back, but understand what template to return. In WordPress, it's called like template hierarchy. And so when the Faust team was able to get that problem solved, I was like, heck yeah, I'm moving over to Faust. So yeah, I'm, I'm able to take some of the concepts that exist in core WordPress, like PHP theming and use them in headless. So I can use the benefits of react and whatever JavaScript I want to use on the front end to template my site, 
but still familiar concepts from the WordPress world. Chris, you were mentioning that Faust kind of underwent some changes. What were those changes? You know, Jason was mentioning them. What were some of those changes that have made this improvement possible? It's always focused on WP GraphQL. It was everything else that was really the issue. For instance, the last major version of Faust used a library underneath to interact with GraphQL called GQD, which on paper sounded really cool. The idea being from the Faust team at the time that let's just abstract. People shouldn't need to know how to build these complex queries. This framework should abstract that for you. On paper, that looked really good. In practice, because of all the complexities of WordPress data, even a single post type can have so many variations. Maybe you're mixing that with category, maybe all the different things. GQD just couldn't power it through. On top of that, when it was built with the GQD version, there was really no attention given to the routing problem that Jason spoke of. Who handles the routing? WordPress wants to handle its routing by what the content is. It's a content management system. So all routing in WordPress is largely content-based. Next.js is a front-end framework. So all routing is based on very, you know, there's it, it's a completely different paradigm for how the routing's based. What could be slash blog on Next may have nothing to do with content for a blog. It, it's going to a set of templates. It's going to a part of the application that can build a blog. Whereas slash blog on WordPress could very well mean, oh, these are all the blog posts. And that paradigm when building, a, you know, if you, if you want to make WordPress a very solid front end or headless capable CMS, we had to deal with that routing. Another shift when we made this, like I said, with the GQD version, our goal was JavaScript developers who had to use WordPress, which seems noble until you realize this is WP Engine. We're dealing with agencies who have built on WordPress for years, who now for various reasons that we can get into later are moving into a headless thing. So they know how to do WordPress development. They understand how WordPress template routings work and how templates work, things like that. We need to bring those features forward so GraphQL can be more easily used by WordPress devs. And that's what the goal of Faust here has been. The template hierarchy just simply rebuilds what WordPress did. Now, if you want to use Next's routing, there's ways to override it in the app. So you're not losing anything. But for people who are using WordPress as a true content management system capable of routing content by content management, then Faust is 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 going to handle that much better for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that's a, a good spot to take a quick break here. You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast with Chris Wigman and Jason Ball. We'll be back to talk about WordPress and Headless. Stay tuned. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We're back with Press This, and you know, Chris, right before that break, you mentioned something. You mentioned kind of more and more companies getting into headless, and I know that WP Engine has done a lot of research kind of showing that is the case. I am kind of wondering, headless definitely has a reputation as something, I think enterprise when I think headless. Am I thinking correctly? Is that what headless is? Is it just a tool for enterprise, or is this a tool that more sites are gonna be using? Yes, and no. Largely headless, especially with WordPress right now, the complexity involved in it means that you probably have a full team building out what you need. This isn't somebody just using WordPress out of the box that you just want your personal blog. It can do that, but it's a much heavier lift so far in order to be able to do that. Same with Contentful, same with all these other CMSs. If you just wanted something simple, something that, you know, the type of content that's been on the web for years, headless is probably more work than you want to deal with so far. Is it strictly enterprise though? No, Gatsby's been working on this problem for years. You're, you know, you're, you've got another podcast later, Doc with Mastodon. It's a community I've been, been involved with for a number of years. Most folks on that are using variations of headless CMSs, especially Gatsby, but there's Hugo, there's all kinds of different, that type of technology on a very grassroots level. So you wind up with the grassroots users and you wind up with enterprise users for heavy sites, whereas WordPress traditionally seems to fall with everybody else in between. It's the person who doesn't want to deal with markdown files and code like a Gatsby user might, or you know, just Gatsby out of the box anyway. But it's also not somebody who has a whole team of 10 building their personal branding or personal blog. This takes WordPress out of that middle and expands it to both ends very easily. Now you can easily build between GraphQL, you have all the data and you have an ever-growing set of ways to handle that data. And Faust makes it much easier to utilize that in something that you can build in a day instead of a month. Jason, Chris mentioned something I'd like to hear your thoughts on. I hear that this is not maybe great for small teams, small bloggers like myself, which obviously makes sense. I don't need to have this WordPress. But like, I guess what I'm wondering is, is headless WordPress going to cost me more because I'm going to have to have an iOS dev and a WordPress dev? Is it more expensive or is it somehow more cost efficient? 
probably depends on what you're producing, I guess. If you are doing, like you mentioned iOS, if you are doing a native mobile app, I mean, there's obviously going to be costs associated with that regardless. And there's not really a good way to do it if you're using data from WordPress other than doing it headless because, you know, a native app doesn't render PHP. So you would have to do that headlessly. But uh, yeah, as far as like, if you're building for the web, right now in traditional WordPress, you can go find a theme, you know, either a free theme or find a theme on a marketplace, download it, install it, and, and you're off to the races. Most people are going to customize it in some way or another. So you're going to have developer cost usually, whether it's yourself doing it or someone else. One of the things with headless WordPress that differs from traditional like PHP theming is that like I, for example, when I launched the new WPGraphQL.com, I was able to use the same instance of WordPress that was powering my Gatsby site. I'm getting the data. It was, you know, the data was coming out and going into the Gatsby site. I was able to continue publishing content in the CMS while developing my next front end for it at the same time. In traditional WordPress development, you have to usually migrate your site into like a staging environment, activate a new theme on that environment, build your theme over there, deal with some sort of like content freeze period where you tell your, you know, your content creators, hey, today you can't publish content because we're going to migrate and then we're going to set the new WordPress instance as the live instance. And then you have to log in over there and start doing your content, right? Headless WordPress, I'm able to, I was able to rebuild my site on a completely different front end stack without disrupting anything in, in my actual WordPress instance. It's a separation of data and presentation, right? So I could go, if I wanted to explore the next hot technology tomorrow, like I could put my site on Svelte instead of next, and I wouldn't have to change a thing in WordPress. So in some cases it can actually be cheaper because like that, that whole process of spinning up another server, getting your, getting your team to stop writing content and then move into a different instance of WordPress and then start publishing there or doing Delta migrations, things like that, that has a cost too. Another, another thing that's interesting too, is the JavaScript ecosystem is really shipping like the, the common drive for like, in my opinion, like one of the common motivators for moving headless is component-based architectures. And there's uh, all sorts of component libraries in the in the React and Vue ecosystem, which allow you to reuse components across projects. And so agencies can build common components that they use in projects, and they can update those in a central place, but then install them in multiple projects. With WordPress, that's uh, not quite as easy because your your PHP template parts in WordPress are very usually very tightly coupled with the project they belong to where with headless, you can have an NPM package that has those components and multiple projects can update that package and benefit all at the same time with less effort. So I think we're at the moment, I would say probably is more costly and more work, but I think like tools like Faust that didn't exist until recently are, are lowering the overall effort required to build headless. And I think in the not too distant future, it might be cheaper to build headless than not headless. Chris, did you have anything you wanted to add to the, you know, what agencies need, might need to think about in terms of uh, costs of headless WordPress? I, th I think Jason really hit a nail on the head. And one thing that's one thing I like about WP GraphQL is my team's working next on extending WordPress that direction 
with what we call our working titles, the React Gutenberg Bridge. But it's a problem in WordPress too. How do you reuse these components? I don't want to use the word just component because it doesn't apply on the WordPress side in the same way that it applies on the JavaScript side, right? But how do we reuse code across projects, headless or otherwise, with WordPress? And headless does enable that. But I think it's safe to say that the average blogger just trying to get out their foodie blogs, probably not dealing with that themselves. That's very much an agency problem. Is that more cost? Maybe, maybe not, but that's where it gets complicated when we talk about where is the cost in this because it's different types of how you want to use data, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, coming from a newspaper background, working on weeklies in the Twin Cities and in Nashville, Jason, I can imagine what it would, would have been like to tell your 56 newspapers not to publish for a day. No, no yeah. news today. Uh, yeah, because we're, we're updating the site. Yeah. And I mean, we, we did go through those periods, right? Like when I, when I was hired there, they weren't on WordPress. And so part of my job was getting them from another system to WordPress. So there definitely were days when I was like, all right, it's go live on WordPress day. Stop what you're doing. Right. So there definitely were yeah. periods like that or, and we also had to deal with that issue of like, okay, they were publishing on the old system until midnight last night. But we had the WordPress ready to go, you know, two days before that. So now we got to do like a Delta migration and make sure all the data is still synced. So, that, you know, there's definitely technical and human cost to to those processes for sure. Yeah. I'm thinking there's also a lot, you know, when, when you're still using WordPress, you still get that ecosystem that, you know, you, you can get this cost saving. You don't have to build the SEO tools. You can use Yoast SEO plugin or whatever, even though you're ahead of the site. Yeah, I'm assuming... You know, most plugins will still work as long as they're not like front facing. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So that's actually an interesting thing. So in the, the, like the new Faust is built with the plugin architecture itself. So like out of the, out of the box, it's going to come with a client it's using Apollo client so that you can fetch data from WP GraphQL. You can get your WordPress data, but you can, you can create plugins so that Let's say you did, like you mentioned, install Yoast SEO on on your WordPress site. You can add a Yoast plugin. It doesn't exist yet, but it can soon. You could add a Yoast uh, plugin for Faust on the front end that knows what to do with that data, right? So there'll be there'll be the ability for folks. Some we might produce and support, but some the community can produce and support plugins for the Faust side of things as well. So that you with you know just one line of code add this plugin can get functionality such as Yoast for your headless front end. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's something that I don't think any other headless front end really has the concept of in the same way that Faust is approaching it. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think the plugin, I think it's another thing that's familiar for WordPress developers. It's bringing familiar concepts from WordPress, but bridging it with the modern JavaScript front end stack. That's a, that's a good spot for one final break here on Press This. And when we come back, we'll wrap up our conversation with Chris Wigman and Jason Ball. Stay tuned. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast. I'm your host, Doc Pop. Today we're talking about we're talking about WP GraphQL, Faust, and how you can power your headless WordPress site. Right before the break, you know, we were talking about Faust and plugins and it kind of I'm just gonna throw some random questions at y'all and just kind of see if there's any good answers here that come up. But Chris, I'm kind of wondering with with Faust, is there any potential I, I know it's a headless platform, but is there any potential for like a WordPress Faust theme that just kind of at least gets you set up with like, here's the plugins you need and here's just kind of everything out the box? Absolutely. In fact, we already have it. We, we're referring to it as blueprints because it works so heavily with local. You know, this Most people are going to do some sort of tweaking on this stuff before launching it on a platform like WP Engine. So we, we borrowed local's name of blueprints. For the new Faust, we have one called Portfolio, which is basically a full portfolio theme. And we're working on just a very blank scaffold that agencies can use. You know, once you get the hang of things, you're probably going to want to customize everything yourself. So a scaffold would be project best practices, spin that up, and then you can do all your own stuff with it. Long-term, we've talked very heavily about headless theme store a la Blueprints. We don't have the manpower, so that's a little ways away, but it's absolutely something we're, we're considering and we'd like to see happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool to think about. That's a whole different kind of ecosystem to get into. And, you know, Jason, I've interviewed you before, and I'm sure this question comes up all the time, but, you know, every time I'm hearing about WP GraphQL, I'm thinking that, like, that sounds a lot like what REST API does. Actually, that sounds like a lot more powerful than what REST API does, and REST API is part of core. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, do you feel that WP GraphQL should be part of WordPress core? Maybe someday. I don't think we're there yet. When things get merged into WordPress core, probably with the exception of Gutenberg, um, innovation halts. The REST API, for example, there's still a bug that I point out to people <laughs> that still exists from, I think, 2016. So, yeah, I mean, when, when stuff goes into core, you add, you're adding a feature set to, you know, 40-ish percent of the web. And so making changes has to be done at a much slower pace where if it's a plugin you can let folks opt into the version that they want to opt into and you can iterate much faster because they can choose what version works best for their project where in core if you update core and it includes breaking change you might have just broke 40 percent of the web so graphql is a specification out it has nothing to do with wordpress as well right and so the GraphQL specification is still evolving. And as that continues to evolve, we want to keep up with the latest and greatest of the GraphQL spec. If we were to merge, let's say, WP GraphQL into core today, and GraphQL keeps evolving, WordPress would be stuck at the 2022 edition of GraphQL, where the rest of the world is on the 2030 version or whatever, you know. To me, I think it might make sense at some point to, you know, have it like recognize like WPCLI is as like, the official way to do X thing, 
Like you can go build your own CLI client for WordPress, but it's kind of recognized by the community that WP CLI is the official thing. It's not part of WordPress core, you know, but uh, it's recognized by the WordPress foundation and most of the WordPress community as the official thing. So it might be nice at some point for WP GraphQL to be recognized like that is like, if you're going to do headless WordPress, do it this way, it's still going to remain a plugin. That's my thought. There might be a time where the GraphQL spec feels perfect, you know, and and it's not really being iterated. And maybe at that time we consider it, but at, at this time, like, yeah, there's things coming to the GraphQL spec that will cause the API to have breaking changes. So doing it as a plugin to me makes sense still. Right on. And yeah, you've mentioned WP CLI and I keep forgetting, like they just, they just feel like it's part of core, whatever it feels like official. So yeah, to like, oh yeah, that's, that is like this independent thing, just like WP GraphQL is at the moment. That's a, that's a good analogy. So I'm going to, I'm going to wrap up here. It's been really great chatting with both of y'all. If the listeners are interested in following either of you, you can follow at Jason Ball and at Chris Wigman. We'll put the Twitter handles in the show description if we can. You've been listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. On next week's episode, we're going to have Anne McCarthy, a product liaison at Automatic, talking about changes to site editing in 6.1 and what's coming up with 6.2. Thanks again for listening to Press This. You can follow my adventures on Twitter at the Mag. You can also subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download directly from WMR.FM. I'm your host, Dr. Popular. I support the show and the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love spotlighting members of that community each week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.